Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I'm very well. We thank you for coming. Welcome to the Creep Dive. This is a live podcast. <laughs> you know what it is. Because <laughs> you're here. Thank you for Does coming. That, is anyone here as a polite friend or plus one of somebody else who's dragged them? Oh, welcome. Molly, got a hello. couple of newbies. Hello. hello, welcome. welcome. You're, v- you're welcome. Have you ever heard the podcast? Hello, welcome. You're welcome as well. <laughs> Molly was in the studio. It's not fucking the time to shame me there from the front row. I, our meeting meant a lot to me, okay? I didn't... I mean, it's great to see you again. There we are. One for the road. In you come. There's many... There's one there. No, two she's there. there. She's here. She's here. Her. Okay, come on. This is going to be great. Each one of us has a story. <laughs> <laughs> They're familiar. In the format. And then we'll tell it tell to people, you. Tell everyone your name there. For Je- those who aren't here. Remember, it's a podcast, not a visual medium. Welcome to Creep Dive. I'm Jen O'Dwyer. I like to talk about animals. I like animal-related activities. Not personally. <laughs> I, I like to watch. I've watched an enormous I like amount to watch. of strange things in my teenage years. I'm not sure if I'm... Anyway, I watched a lot of shit. And then today I watched a TikTok about a woman who um, ended up in the hospital. It was a nurse who was doing the TikTokery. And... Uh, she was like, look, I'm not feeling well. And it turns out she had sepsis. And you'll never guess why. She had been d- having a way with her- herself, but she had been using a snake. <laughs> right, so she, the thing had come loose during part of the play and had <laughs> gone. And she was like, oh, it's grand. Come it's left from her hand. Or her from vagina. her hand. Okay. And she's like, oh, it must have left. <laughs> 
And oh every god, fine. when your wanking implement rejects you. Exactly. <laughs> right, so she was like, everything's fine. The snake is gone. It's fine. I'll just carry on my life. But then began to get sick. Do you think she was afraid to ask around, to ask if anyone had seen a snake in case they asked that question that plagues anyone who's ever lost anything? Where did you last have it? Oh, yes. Uh, Perhaps. Where did you last see it? So the thing came loose and uh, ended up inside her, up inside her, and uh, had curled around her cervix and died. And then she ended up in the hospital with sepsis. Would you believe? And then eventually they were like, you're going to have to explain to us. Or I'm sure they checked. Did they check in there? Is that a part of the check? Is anyone a doctor? Anyway, they did check. They were, they were like, <laughs> she immediately regrets. Are you a doctor? Would you, is that an area you would check if someone had sepsis? You always check. First port of call. No matter what. That so they got her up on the stirrups. Where you could get away with saying, I fell asleep and I didn't know it had... She, you're right. Because it can move on its own. It's not like falling on a Coke bottle. It's true, but it can be hard. <laughs> it can be hard to lie in the moment, don't you think? Well, I wouldn't go with the truth on that one. <laughs> anyway, I think she did die, sadly. Oh, Jen. Um, uh, it's just a, it's a lesson for us the all, basically. It's a bait and switch. I'm fairly sure she, she might have died. Yeah. She died before At or after her. making the TikTok. No, it was the nurse who, oh. by the way, I'm not pretty sure you're not allowed to do that if you're like a doctor or a nurse. Just talk about the terrible things so. people are doing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> quite bad at telling stories accurately. If you've listened to the podcast, you might know. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's great. And do you remember that time there was a 20 euro note folded into a foreskin? That was a friend of mine. I'm sorry, I will stop immediately now in a minute. <laughs> uh, but she, just, we're still introducing. Do you ourselves. remember... Do, do you remember Joan? I went to college with Joan. Yes. It's like, it's, it's this is Sophie White. Hi, everyone. And now. Jen, whatever. Joan, who I went to college with, right? She was great at everything. It became a teacher and our teacher. Great. Happy days. Good for you. But during the... She got a weird job. In a, in a hospital will hire... I can't remember what they're called. They just stand around, Art lift therapist. shit. They lift things into other things. Or lift bins around. Porter hospital porter she was very unsuited to this job and immediately one of her first gigs was to help a man in or out of a room and uh, he had folded up a 20-year note and it actually might have gone up as urethra which is why he was there in the first no place. come on yeah she was she, she was the paper grade no matter how tightly you the, rolled that it's like you remember the it's old you can only fold seven times yeah yeah Nature's pocket. And then, <laughs> absolutely. Men can become jealous. That's it. I have to stop now. Welcome. <laughs> I was getting nervous. Head. Immediately then something else came to my mind, but I won't. Let it out. What was it? I can't remember. It's gone. Oh, what? the Coke can up the Jap. The, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> no, not to be Joe Rogan, but like, it's hard to... Oh, I remember what it's actually called. Uh, the Metis urethrus. Yeah. Lost. Anyway, Sophie, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> what could I possibly I come know, up like with? We ended there I'm drinking cranberry out. juice. You know why that is. So we know how I am. <laughs> Actually, uh, while I have you, <laughs> I had COVID, I mean, about three months ago. And um, before it was cool, I actually was, I, I liked the early stuff. I had the early COVID. 
I've had cystitis of some description ever since. Are you hearing that anecdotally? <laughs> or <laughs> It's nearly is a cystitis she? thrush hybrid yeah. is what I'm finding. I'm calling it giddy vag. It's just, <laughs> it's just unsettled what down do you think? there. What Any do thoughts? you think? Would you need a visual? Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> Uh, can I ask you, you what you think about that I question? Follow-up question. <laughs> Why is she what checking? Okay, everyone form a that, queue. That public display. Everyone's going to bring their little so box of Lexapro out and be like, now I'm on the 20 milligrams, but I think I could do the 30. What do you think? Do you know I nearly took an Alanzapin before the show? Do you think that would have worked out or not so? Everyone knows. They make me very, like, cool, you know? So maybe somebody else would have got a word in. <laughs> okay, what do we have? Let's okay. talk things. Okay. Uh, I fell on a theme today and I couldn't get it out of my mind. That's and what she so said. Did you immediately think that? No. <laughs> I immediately just thought anal extraction. Cocaine. Um, so I have, I, I just, I needed to purge this because I'm sure everyone by now has heard about the girl from Louth who ended up in hospital because she held in her farts. Yes. Um, yeah, so this poor young one from Louth, they have the full story, wait for it, um, ended up in hospital because she refused to fart in front of her boyfriend for two years. It's sure, very dangerous, yeah. but not you can't that fart unique. In front of the boyfriend, it's not allowed. Well, how is this dangerous? Everyone missed that. Uh, a buildup of, of methane in your intestines, and then it impacts your appendix by methane. Sheer pressure. Pressure. Yeah. yeah. So I have that, and I have times that um, farts change the course of history, and I can't <laughs> believe <laughs> I'm doing it. My mother actually said to me today, "Don't have a drink on stage. You don't know who'll be listening." And I was like, I don't think you realise who the creep dive audience is. <laughs> but I'm going to be talking about farts on stage anyway, so. Very much enjoying, we'll enjoy that in the future. Yeah. Uh, Sophie? Um, I've got, okay, we've got choices. We've got choices, right? You can either have Beth Ann's been busy or just stuff that's kind of celebrity adjacent and it caught my eye. Okay, no. uh, can we have just a one word with Beth Ann being busy? Like an additional word? Yeah. Um, uh, anal extraction. Okay, I get excellent. nervous. I get nervous. Is I don't know. Is it anal related? It's got a lot of stuff in it. Now, the one thing I was doing this story, and I was like, I can't tell if it's alive or let's do the other one actually. Okay, fine. I think Beth Ann's been busy is more of a kind of just between us. What? Oh. I don't know. Just it's for the serious. highs. It's very hard. Things hit differently when you're doing lives. I'll never forget someone coming up to me and saying it was insensitive. <laughs> what? Which one? <laughs> we told stories about murder on stage. Not always. Have they ever I met the podcast? I know. I think it was a plus one uh, person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say everything. box over there. Way over there. Lads, I've got a real, real something for you. Okay. Uh, I've even titled it this time. The Nobbling of Thendra Satisfaction. <laughs> what could it you be? You better go. You go. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I won't keep it. Okay, picture <laughs> this. I won't keep you. Okay, picture this. <laughs> They're We're here for an hour. <laughs> it's 2015. It's March 6th. And Thendara is convulsing on the ground, uh, bubbling out of her mouth and her bum. Oh. She's in a very, very bad way. Very. There's bubbles, <laughs> there's fluids, and the breathing is uh, soon to be. Oh wait, she's just stopped. in labour, is she? She's no, she's okay. dying. She's taking so a salpidine oh, okay. and uh, so in labour. She's in labour and she's no, she's dying of poisoning. Oh, 
her, uh, sorry, it's a he. Already, <laughs> already I've made a mess of it. Okay, I'm gonna have to resort to the notes. The names are sensationally strange. So Thendara is dying and then soon to be dead on the ground. Gotcha. She's I don't know why I'm looking there, I'm like. He's dying like a dog because he is a dog. <laughs> but he's not just any dog. He is second best in his class, Crufts 2015. <gasps> oh. And this is fucking serious. It is. Because then Dara is worth about 100 grand. Do you know why? Because he's a winner. Because he's a winner. And he's stunning. <laughs> and uh, if you know people with dogs, maybe we do, uh, they're a different breed altogether. <laughs> Uh, I know, it's really hard to podcast without Scouty, just like scratching off the ground somewhere in the vicinity. She's just scratching her tummy, leave her alone. Right, imagine she has this. issues. Then Dara's satisfaction is not just any dog, he's one of the most beautiful red setters that ev has ever been then born. Gorgeous dog. They are beautiful. Huge dogs. and beautiful. And according to this, what I have here in front of me, his movement, soundness, tight construction, elegance, and red coat is simply erotic. Yes, glorious. Show okay. stopping. So we're in now, we're two days after Crufts, and Thendara is dead. Sorry. On the ground, and he's back home in Belgium. And there's an email about to be written from the owners of Thendara. Because they are not going to take this lightly. Because somebody has poisoned their goddamn dog. At Crufts. At oh Crufts, yeah. they Ooh. believe. Sabotage. So after, so the so the dog dies. They're like, we've got to get this thing into a vet and cut it open and find out what's happened here. And in its trachea, very sentimental. In its trachea, <laughs> there is a piece of what do you call that beef that's sliced real thin? Carpaccio. No. Folded around no. a drug, the killing animal drug. They're oh like, my God. this is fully poisoning. Intentional poisoning, no doubt about it. Wrapped in carpaccio, it's stunning. It's Crufts. I love Crufts. <laughs> right, do you so can we have a moment for the little dancey walk they have to do? I'll tell you all about it. Or better still, <laughs> I'll tell you about D. Milligan Bot. No, oh come okay. on. So great. D. Milligan Bot is a human. And uh, this woman <laughs> was the dancing partner of Thendara Satisfaction. <laughs> So she was... This sounds like a drag show. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. So she, of course, was like, we've got to get to the bottom of this. I'm taking full responsibility. I was there on the day when this dog was poisoned. I blame Crufts. Somebody poisoned my goddamn dog. So Thendara writes an email accusing Crufts of, of being responsible, as you would. You would think this is an outrage. Accusing them of murder. Accusing them of... But not only that. Do you have any idea how big Crufts is? It is huge. Yeah. 160,000 people are there in it. It actually sounds kind of small when you put There's it that There's two on <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be bigger. Yeah. It's a but how many people watch it on the telly? More. Millions, yeah, they I might say. I, it's wonderful. And do you know how many dogs? <laughs> 22,000. Okay, that's a big number of dogs. Right. So she writes an email. Scotty could do it. What should I call her again? D. Milligan Bot writes an email and says, enough is enough. My dog, Thendara, has been poisoned. And Crufts are, of course, like, this isn't us. <laughs> Nothing could have possibly happened to your dog. Plus, didn't your dog have a brother that was there at the same time? Ooh. And D. Milligan Bob well, was like, The brother's not a winner. The brother's not like a second place Sibling champion. Sibling rivalry. 
This brother's name was Thendara Pot Noodle. And <laughs> it's... <laughs> Sorry, give us Thandara's full name. Thandara Satisfaction. 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 <laughs> Imagine being and the Thandara Pot Noodle. That is second child syndrome, <laughs> if <laughs> I ever. So Dean Milligan Bot was like, at no point were these dogs separate. They were on one of those leads that attached to each other, which for the blind dog, you know the way some, blind, some dogs that are blind have a leader dog, and they put them on these leads? Th sorry, this is not the case in this. They just were together on the <laughs> same lead. And uh, Milligan Bot was like, yeah, this couldn't have been the case. Anything... Thandara Satisfaction ate, Thandara Pot Noodle would have also eaten. There's no possible way you could just poison one, which is not the case. No. D Milligan Bot. You could have <laughs> easily poisoned just one. You fool. <laughs> Do you so think anyway, that they had like this, is this like they had the second dog to like taste test everything before <laughs> original <laughs> Thandara got it? And also to like eventually, should the need arise, harvest organs from Clearly. that second sibling. The only Isn't organs. Is why everyone has second kids? No? It is. Yeah. Justin Casey. Remember my friend whose yeah. second name was Casey, but they didn't name their second kid Justin? Missed opportunity. So, so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. So like, annoying. it's right there in front of you. Just grab it. Anyway, right. So D Milligan Bot was like, I can't let this go lying down. I'm taking a Facebook. I have to tell the people, the dog people. Oh, yeah. And my I'm God. I'm sure they're really relaxed. Group. They were absolutely not relaxed whatsoever. <laughs> So uh, Dee Milligan-Bot was just happily on the Facebook telling everyone that Crufts had poisoned her uh, $100,000 dog. And uh, the scandal arose. Many, many papers came to her front door. She had a press conference in her front garden. Wouldn't you? I, I don't, I'm not sure if I would. It's probably the equivalent of someone coming along and poisoning me and ruining your guy's income because I'm the hot one that brings the it's crowd. It's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's true. Right. Either Jen or I have frontage. I don't know where we would hold the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen. What came from the Facebook posts was not just nothing. It was something. Other individuals. An Afghan hound. A Shih Tzu. A couple of West Highland Terriers. All murdered. Poisoned, All on the no. Facebook. Crucially not murdered, but poisoned. But their owners were like, this is happening at Crufts. It's not a full poisoning. It might be something like a half a paracetamol stuffed into a sausage. Something to take <laughs> the edge off the performance. The trotting, the running. Oh. Like non-performance enhancing drugs. Exactly. <laughs> Performance dehancing. A Baraka up the backside yeah. to yeah. ruin the coat. It's right. So anyway, so more. this is starting to gain a bit of traction. And this is three days after Crufts 2015 happened. But this wasn't the only thing that happened that year at Crufts 2015. A lot of other shit went down. So Crufts had been having sort of a bit of an issue with backlash, right? Oh yeah. First mm. issue arises, the British bulldog nature of it was being watered down by interlopers from overseas. Like foreign I can't dogs. believe the, the Brits were complaining about interlopers from overseas. Shock horror. <laughs> and they were like, look, there's 3,000 now dogs here that weren't even born in the country of Great Britain. Many countries. Oh, God. Uh, and also, big issue here, the AOR, as they were known by the dog people, the animal rights activists. <laughs> <laughs> because... Crufts is grand and all the dogs are well treated, but why, oh why, are their eyes getting closer together? Why are the backs becoming more and more exactamundo? And this is torture, and it, it is bad. Oh, it's unfair. And especially like the short-faced dogs, you know those oh snuffly know. numbers? 
Sure, Ireland just in and of itself is a cautionary it. tale about inbreeding. Look at us all with our short faces. We should have an Aran Islands crops. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> Bit of tourism to the island. <laughs> so Peter had earmarked crops, and they had sent two novice disruptors that year, and they did some disrupting. So previous to this 2015 event, an ar- uh, like a war article had been published in The Guardian by a member of PETA saying that Crufts is bad and wrong and anyone that does it is bad and everyone that looks at it is wrong. And we must save the animals and stop what the inbreeders are doing. It's a bad thing. So Crufts knew all about this and we're somewhat prepared. Okay, here's what happens in Crufts. Will I give you the background before God, I go yes. into what happens? He- we're in Birmingham. 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 It's over four days, 25 acres, five halls, a pavilion filled with trade stands, 7,000 seats around a best in show. Mm. The pinnacle event of Crufts. Okay. And then there's 160,000 people coming in and out and 215,000 dogs. The best of their breeds, the shiniest coats, the puckerest bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> The most loveliest testicales. <laughs> Did you just say there's a quarter of a million dogs at Crufts? <laughs> there is! In individual cages, all being monitored like you wouldn't believe. So often, like, the owners of the super-duper dogs won't be there at all. They'll have oh. hired people like D. Milligan Bot. <laughs> champion <laughs> prancers. Right. Yes, because not only is there, like, a few... T- so you get your breed, right? So you're in a breed... <laughs> And then you win your breed, and then you end up in the best of show. Mm. So the best of show is any number of different individuals. I, I always thought, like, really hard to call a winner when oh, you've massively. got about eight breeds. Massively. Like, you have to have an incredible eye to sit yeah, on the like judging panel. Really it's very it? particular, incredibly weird, and very strange. I'd Teeth love to know the, the kind gum of ratio. It's so yeah, it's the horrendous. kind of like you know Slope dip of a back. Have you seen the? Tail? They will check the testicles. Come here. Yes. What's the prize? What's the? Hundred and fifty pounds and a dog a bag of dog food. <laughs> That's not a fucking joke. A hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty pounds and a dog an oversized dog a dog food thing. Look. Because do you know why? Do you know why they're valuable? Because their cum is more valuable. Semen. Semen. Live. Anything, any other semen on earth. So Thendara, for instance, every time it ejaculated, 2,000 quid, whether mm. or not it hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's where the value is. And then you can kind of shave off the pups for two and a half grand each or up to 10 grand if it was a real nice one. <laughs> so that's where... So little creatures. So like, Crufts seems to be just like all for the trophy and anything. Okay, so Glory. we're back in. Okay, imagine this, right? Best in show. I still think Scouty has potential. I really do. <laughs> she does. I, I think they do like a, I will kick the mongrels something. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Are you taking offense? <laughs> oh, so it looked, my scout will be healthier and longer living. Just a little patchier and different. Why didn't you mention shit voice? Shit voice? Yeah, just to, just to take the heat off this last comment. Oh, no. Cassie, she's you, back in the game. One foot out the door, one foot in. Okay, so all we're over back in Crufts. Rem- imagine this, right? Scout has won best in mongrel uh, category. 
I prefer Mutt. Mutt category. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in there, right? But she's not alone because there's an underdog in here too. Are you ready for the name? McVan, Russia with love, <laughs> has entered the arena. And he is stunning, right? You know a West Highland Terrier? You know a one, the one of them that's black? Yeah. One of them, right? An American handler, Rebecca Cross, and a Russian dog, hint in the name. An underdog at every, there was a little few things wrong with McVan, Russia with love. Cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there was a bit of a limp, but like it, no, it was okay. She was an uh, he un was it a he or a she? <laughs> he just he was an unbelievable <laughs> underdog, and it was an um, okay. So this is happening. We've got Luke and Christy, two Peter, twenty-five year olds there in the front, ready. Uh, disruptors. Christy has wrapped around her torso a sign, <laughs> and Luke is just there, <laughs> and they are biding their time to stage dash this event Ooh. and start screaming <gasps> with paint. Mm. So Christy stands up, starts fumbling. They've managed to get front row tickets, which is unheard of in the Crufts thing. Absolutely. They had someone on the inside. Clearly. This goes right to the top. You guys <laughs> all get exclusive first row tickets to the Iron Islands Crufts. Yes. <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. So Christy stands up. She unrolls her blouse. She I'm so uncomfortable because I know how many totes I've posted to Inishman. <laughs> They're not here. They <laughs> never would have made it over from the <laughs> island in time. <laughs> All right. Wha what am I saying? Oh, yeah. Christy stands up. The, she's unrolled a sign. Crufts is bad. Oh. Is that <laughs> really her sign now? Yeah. They workshopped that Absolutely for a long time. <laughs> Crufts is chaos <laughs> with the Crufts K. Crufts is chaos. No. Yeah. It's not going to work, right? Cross is cool, cunts. works really well. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's arse hasn't even left the seat before their rugby tackled by 15 armed uh, security guards and removed quickly from the scene. So they didn't actually cause much of a scene at all. But <laughs> McVan from Russia with Love had sensed a problem oh and dear. was behaving strangely. Oh no. Rebecca Cross, his handler, was trying to calm him down. They're fucking so precious. As they're calming, as she's calming McVan Russia with love down, she's approached by one of the workers in Crufts. And they say, excuse me, Rebecca, uh, we've had a bit of an issue here. And I need you to not lift this dog up as you did in the previous winning round. And Rebecca says, no problem at all. And he, uh -oh. why? <gasps> and he says, well, because this will be seen as a cruel move. <laughs> I was shocked by this myself. How did she pick her up? So she, she walks him to the table to receive first of all Crufts, best in best show. Best in show. Uh, rosette Maybe. and everything. Huge trophy, 150 mm -hmm. pounds. Pedigree, Tinder pedigree. <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe a crate. They might swing a crate. She grabs McVan, Russia with love, by the throat and the tail. <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> places him upon the winning structure. Westies are hard to pick up. Well, as I they're like a not tube yeah. of dog meat. They're so dense. They are dense. Yes. And right. the tube is dense and but and heavy, but then the little legs and paws, the little bits. No problem at all, you would think. It's and a you're meat you'd be that's right. fighting against you. It's like when you pick a kitten or a cat up by the scruff. It's mm. It seems to be fine because those dogs, as I found out, were originally ratters and they would go in or would use with hunting, you know, small rodents and to get into the rat holes mm. and to get it out, you'd pull it by its tail. 
sturdy I thought tail. A, I thought a tail was like a dog handle. One time, <laughs> one time, just to digress, uh, we used to have a bring your pet to school day. Sorry, just, just to just, is Louise Nivrin here? Who? No, great. So there is this girl in my class. Would she have been here? Don't know. I haven't even keep in touch, but just to... <laughs> just <laughs> totally <laughs> Seems like the kind of shit she'd be into. Because <laughs> she was showing off her two gerbils, and she picked one up in front of the whole class. We were 11, fourth class. And she said, did you know that if, you if a gerbil's tail comes off, it grows back? And she <laughs> pulled the tail off the gerbil <laughs> in front of a class of 11-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. No, no. My little hamster, Columbo, was shaking. Uh. <laughs> How? With she a twist. She just, I, like, I just, it was so quick, it was... Oh, my God. And didn't grow back. No. <laughs> Did it survive? This girl also said that her horse was one of those pathological liars everyone has in primary school. Oh, yeah, school. Oh, we remember them. She a real child a guy divorce. In the like, talk. Real uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> And they frigged. And yeah, 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 yeah. She frigged did. him and he frigged her. And yeah. Yeah. yeah so listen, Rebecca was fucked because she had abuse, uh, like after the Peter thing, and it was on the television, uh, 200,000 signatures to shame Rebecca and remove the rosette from McVan, Russia with Love, uh, were raised. Crofts were like, fuck you. Keep the trophy, Rebecca. Don't worry about it. We've got bigger fish to fry. We have a number of noodlers in our mixed. <laughs> Noodling, apparently, is something that people do to dogs to try to, you know, scupper their chances. It goes from, like, the lowest brow shit, like trimming hair off center as you walk by the tables that they're strung up on. <laughs> to Nothing like a side parting to fuck <laughs> your chances. <laughs> 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 or... Horrendous scratching of the palm or the paw of the dog to create like a like a uh, like a funny walk, oh. <laughs> or the Sorry, weirdest I'm thing. Laughing Crufts is chaos. Crufts Sorry, is chaos. I care about dogs. But then here's the other I'm thing. I'm going to gift do. you one and change yes, your life. Yeah, Wait for this. Two squares of dairy milk can wreak havoc upon oh a dog's yeah. mouth, oh creating God, yeah. dairy arse. chocolate. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Thi you would think Murder. that a nasty film around the gums that the judges dislike. Oh. <laughs> Claggy. So noodling or nobbling, rather, was but right. But the dog's breath would be so much nicer for the judges. You yeah. would imagine. But that there was all manner. The gums. So there was nobbling, but then there was also dog plastic surgery. No. <laughs> yes, Cass. There was lip reductions, eye lifts. There's something they do to make the balls bigger, which is making them, in, I don't know. More attractive more to judges. More attractive to yeah. judges. Yeah. It's subliminal. The judges don't realize why they feel more attracted to yeah. the dogs. But <laughs> signals. <laughs> Just these exactly. quiet signals. And there's yeah. tattooing of dogs to create sort of like, to fill in bald patches on the dogs and things like that. So Chris, we're like, we got enough shit going on. Rebecca... I don't care about this thing. You're fine. Take your trophy. And Drag that dog out of here by its neck. We <laughs> don't care. <laughs> oh, they definitely were like that. So all of this shit was going down. And this is still 2015. So McVan, Russia with Love is uh, like on the out. Thandora Satisfaction is dead. <laughs> and other dogs are hobbling around the place after having been assaulted at the show. 
And crooks are like, this is fine. <laughs> None of what you're saying is true. All of it is lies. They sound like every beauty pageant ever. Exactly. Like nothing problematic here at all. You couldn't get through to Do them. They have little flippers. We're celebrating the dog's personalities and their achievements. And their talents. They and their swimsuit bodies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that wasn't this is all. Rose of Trilly there was two other desperate events that occurred in the just after the event. One, a kidnapping of 15 Jack Russell Terriers oh out of a God. home in Lancashire. Who would bring that on themselves? Who yeah. would? <laughs> These were prize-winning uh, Jack Russells, and the person tried to hold them hostage for 40 grand, which <laughs> the individual paid, and then the Jack Russells were returned. <laughs> and another thing happened after the show, a golden rosette-winning, what do you call those things? Rhodesian Ridgebacks, you ever hear of them? Type of dragon really in Harry Potter. Aggressive yeah. dogs. <laughs> type, yes, but beautiful. <laughs> but um, one beautiful was running, running innocently through a forest with their uh, handler slash owner, and a bullet <gasps> came <gasps> zooming by its lips like this. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Frightened the shite out of the ridgeback, who took flight, and then a rain of bullets came cascading into its what? vertebrae. Fuck! shattering its back and killing it. Chaos. And the owner was like, Crofts, <laughs> <laughs> something is happening here and you need to take action. And they simply didn't. <laughs> and Crofts just again Deny and again till we die. washed their hands of this, poisoning, over and over again poisoning. But back to Thendora for a moment because her lab results had come back. <laughs> and D. Milligan Bosch has now paper proof. <laughs> And she was like, I'm bringing this to Crufts and I'm getting my 100K back off them, come hell or high water. And uh, so she arrived with the piece of paper saying, look, <laughs> proof, <laughs> poisoning. And a, like, a, like, a, like a timeline. And Crufts were like, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no, because this is a fast acting drug. And the dog had left Crufts, you know, 36 hours. And by the time it died, there's no possible way. So Crufts completely innocent. Keeping all the spondoolies from people paying entry fee and paying. This is the thing. If you want a dog in there, you pay more than the winning amount to have it fucking. It's the honor. It's the honor. Mm. Anyway, that's the end of the story. Cruft is bad. Cruft is chaos. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. You're welcome. But it's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Like, that Amazing. needs to be more of a film. Do you remember Best in Show? Great yeah, film. Yeah, I love Best in Show. But it's real, all the madness. Um, a, an actual moment of appreciation for you and those names. Well done. McVan Russia with love took a long time. But Thendora uh, Pot Noodle. Satisfaction. Thendora Pot Noodle was his personal favourite. Um, do you guys want to hear about some... I can't believe I'm saying this on stage. Farts. Yes! yes. Farts. Um, so... I'm surprised more people weren't aware of this this week. Uh, a girl from Loud, a 19-year-old Irish barista, had to be hospitalised because she refused to fart in front of her boyfriend for two years. Can I just yeah. ask, right? So she was too embarrassed to do this, and yet did a number of interviews with the press after. I, <laughs> excuse me, for clarity, I read this in the New York Post. Oh my God! Yeah. So this girl has gone global, viral. She's huge. Um, <laughs> not just because of the swelling. <laughs> she said, uh, I, I did hold in my farts, but I didn't think I'd be in hospital for it. Her name is Cara Clark. I hope to God she listens to the creep dive. Well, oh yeah. God love her. Is she okay? 
Um, she had to get her appendix removed, right? So she said she was in so much pain she couldn't hold in her tears. She was limping, walking hunched over. Um, and when she got to the hospital, she immediately knew. She's like, this is because I haven't farted in front of my boyfriend in two years. <laughs> Find a private space. I mean, just stand with your arse facing away from him. like, <laughs> And deny, deny. And also, deny. who cares? Yeah, just fart. Yeah, and he presumably had been farting into her mouth for years. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like that when someone assaults you, like they've taken a shit into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. chewing on farts he in my house. He seems to have no problem with it, right? Uh, this is my favourite thing of all time. The backed-up barista Very good. said, we were together for two years and it's still the case. I just couldn't fart in front of him. She said she was easygoing and quite relaxed, but she just didn't want to fart in front of him, right? Um, her 21-year-old boyfriend, Kyle, was dying laughing, according <laughs> to the New York Post afterwards. Insensitive. This is all for him, for his benefit. For his benefit. Now, she has gone viral on the TikTok because of this. So she's had TikTok with over 2 million views. Exactly. She was too afraid to fart in front of her boyfriend, but told the whole world about having to get her appendix removed <laughs> because she held in her farts for so long. I refuse to believe this is related. Is it definitely related? It is related because another, last month, a Brazilian musician, s a famous Brazilian singer, also had to be hospitalized because of her reluctance to fart in front of her significant other. And that resulted in the dangerous methane buildup in her intestines, which then damaged her appendix as well. But like, like why is there a backlog like this? Surely, like, you leave it out later. 24-7 in the presence of this significant other. Exactly. So you go and then you ease it out on your way. Exactly. Do you ever see someone do the special walk? Yeah. <laughs> the lift up. You just see the clench through the jeans and you're like, that's it. But would you not be worried then that it would come up the whole digestive tract? Or just sit in a skinny jean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be released That's later it. in the day. But to be enjoyed would later, eventually Cassie. come out of your mouth in the most noxious burp ever known to man. I don't know if that's how... Doctor. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the case. I remember reading during some of this thing about a, a person who became so constipated that eventually vomited shite. Sh I was that so was a so South Park work. episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I My feel like that would happen. It must go somewhere. There was a yeah from the back there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got a personal story. We're not bringing it on. <laughs> Mary. Don't worry about it. Someone's, someone's vomited. Are you um, telling me it's true? What, that's shitting out your mouth if you hold it in shite? It will eventually make its way out. Yeah, yeah. Casual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll just find, find an exit. Like now an tell us what is your training, please. Nurse. 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 I love nurses because they see all the same shit as the doctors and they have absolutely no morals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About telling <laughs> everyone. They are in the are they DMs. not required to take the same confidentiality out? Look at her. She's like, no. They don't get paid enough for confidentiality. <laughs> like, <laughs> On Mother Pod, we asked for stories of, I, uh, we, are ha we have this ongoing thing. Like, we've been sucked down into it against our will, Crotch Corner. Yeah. And, um, a nurse, we have a voicey machine <laughs> phone <laughs> <laughs> over on Mother Pod, and a nurse that left these amazing voices of like millions of like oh, the worst shit chat. ever heard. <laughs> so it identifiable. Was she was like, I was working in Limerick Hospital. Yeah, exactly. And 
She just had absolutely no fuck left with that whole confidentiality. Anyway, anyway. A little bit of a plug from other pod there. Um, But it brought me onto this story of a reality TV star who's made a fortune, like a really large amount of money, $50,000 a week. What? A week. Do you know what she does? Knickers. She bottles her farts. (laughs) Yeah, you might know her, right? Her name is Stephanie Matto. She's 31. She was on 90 Day Fiance, which is just, oh, a springboard to any successful career. Prime TV, right? Now, the, the marriage didn't go through because her and her partner, Shot. partner, they fought every single episode of 90 Day Fiancé. N- needless to say, it didn't go through. Stephanie was American. Her fiancé, I can't remember her name, she was Australian. Marriage didn't happen, right? But Stephanie rose to fame on that show, gained a lot of followers, and now uses an adult-friendly platform. Don't know which one. There's so only one. It just said adult-friendly platform. All right. Many. Um, to fart into jars <laughs> that she fills quite counterintuitively with rose petals. <laughs> Turks the thing on and posts it out to people for a thousand dollars. What are men doing with fart. the jars? <laughs> you Pushing them on their fart fucking show. the jar. How could you show. possibly? No, because if you opened it, you'd let the fart out. Oh, they want to look Maybe they're growing at. like ecosystems. <laughs> fart terrariums or whatever you call them. Fart terrariums. Um, I just found, I thought the rose petals was an interesting detail, but she says that it holds, it absorbs the smell of the fart and makes it last longer. Like longer. <laughs> um, so what wrong. she does is she creates a video of her day going about. She eats a pr- very particular diet. She'd be lactose intolerant, is she? Cabbage, isn't it? There's a lot of protein and lactose in there. Yeah, she says that's really good for for producing flatulence. Is she videoing it happening? She's not videoing the farting into the jar, which makes me think it's a con. Exactly. (laughs) But it's a good con if it's a con. Oh, God. I have nothing but respect for this woman. So here's her diet beans, obviously, beans, beans, the musical fruit, Um, a protein muffin. So she might be, she's (laughs) she's ripped and letting them rip. Ah. Thank you, thank you all for coming. (laughs) Um, A yogurt, hard boiled eggs, and sometimes a protein shake. She says that is the ideal menu for flatulence. Flatulence, yeah. So and a parti- yeah, particularly yeah, Real. pungent one. Yeah, a lot of oh my god, a lot of uh, a lot what of protein. What the fuck are the like people doing? Do you think about what bodies? eggs smell like before you digest them? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Couple of hard-boiled eggs and a protein shake. Now she's farting like a straight white man. <laughs> 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 anyway, you can buy those for a thousand dollars a jar of fart, a and she makes fifty thousand dollars a week. So That's she claims on TikTok. Do you know what? Producing farts at that level, you know, and commercially, basically it's kind of like, you know, it's she's scaled to producing 50 farts a week of that caliber. That's huge. That is a full-time job. It It is. is. You think about like how often you fart in a a day. Like This is a fucking scam. She's an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, then on the fart theme, I just like... uh, Get off the theme. I wanted to find a story about a con artist or something, and we were on farts. Um, <laughs> I have times the farts changed the course of history. Um, so I'm going to take you <laughs> back to 44 BC, <laughs> Jen's birthday. 
And a fart caused the death of 10,000 people. Ah, oh, the fart <laughs> heard around the world. The fart that killed a lot of people. So um, this is the story of uh, described in a, in a very famous book called The Jewish War. A soldier who was against the Jewish people insulted them. So they're basically at this gathering and um, monitoring, like mourning the death of someone and a, a soldier came along pulled down his jocks, mooned them and farted and basically was like, do what this, do with this what you will, <laughs> right? He was like, there you go. And uh, they started throwing stones at the soldier, then his people jumped in, then the Jews started fighting each other, the Roman commanders were called in for intervention and 10,000 people were killed <laughs> in the onslaught. The instigator. The instigator. I think he was, I think he was killed pretty instantly. There was a stampede because of the fart. Why did it have people, we need to embrace this more. So you're telling me some from 44 <coughs> BC, the fart was like an insult, the biggest insult ever. I guess it makes it sense. It was, it was. Yeah. What I was reading about farts um, was that it, it, like farting in public was considered like the ultimate offense. Like you just didn't do it. We didn't announce it for sure. You <laughs> <laughs> pull your <laughs> pants down and show your arse and then say, I right. feel like, is it because we hate to be reminded that we have asses? Like now it's kind of weird thinking about all of the asses in this room, isn't it? Yeah. Just there they are. Someone's probably <laughs> farting right exactly. now. Exactly. Just Somebody let it out, guys. You're in a safe space. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Don't hold it in and get appendicitis. Um, flatulence was uh, the subject of an essay for the Royal Academy of Brussels in, in 1781 by Benjamin Franklin. Why? So Benjamin Franklin was working in France as the United States ambassador and heard about a call for scientific papers from the Royal Academy of Brussels. And in response, he wrote an essay, great title, Fart Proudly. And it's regarded as one of the most prolific scientific essays <laughs> of all time. About flatulence. So he went on to discuss why we needed to study farts, understand them, and call for scientists to stop developing perfumes for sprays and moisture and to instead invent diffusers for the ass, essentially. <laughs> he was like, why can we not take a pill to make our farts smell nice and then go around the world farting lavender everywhere? <laughs> um, and uh, an excerpt from this essay is, a few stems of asparagus eaten shall give our urine a, a disagreeable odour. And I a pill of smell. turpentine... <laughs> <laughs> do you not just find it exciting like just the variety it is fun to see something go in and An then immediate effect you recognize that it's coming mm. out sweet mm. corn yeah <laughs> so, sorry everyone in this room has eaten sweet corn like don't pretend like you haven't yeah. um so <laughs> oh, he wanted to he wanted to make everything smell like violets um, and he said, why is it thought more impossible in nature to find means of making a perfume of our wind than of our water? So I have perused your latest mathematical prize questions proposed in lieu of one natural philosophy for ensuring this year. Permit me then to humbly propose that for your consideration and through you approve of it, the seriousness of my question. <laughs> I didn't understand the last 18 Me words neither, of yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> no. like, what? Benjamin, back on topic. Uh, he, was a bit, he was a bit uh, loofy with the language, but basically calling for scientists. He was scientists trying to hit the word count. That's We've absolutely. all been there. Um, <laughs> then you have your man, who I think we've, you've probably brought up before. The famous arse uh, whisperer. Joseph Pujol. That's right. 
What a name. And he was part of the traveling circus. He was one of the freaks. He was an extraordinary person. Yeah. He had the special ability to inhale air through his rectum and then expel it. Women can do this, by the way. Yeah. Uh, queefing on cue is a thing you can... I watched a lady learn how to do it in five days. <laughs> five days and now for the special like performance of game. the evening. <laughs> Jen is going to queef her theme tune. Um, in harmony. Uh, so he had the special ability to inhale air and expel it whenever he wanted. He discovered this talent when he was swimming near his home. And he, first of all, it started with his inhaling water up his rectum and then being able to expel that out. Like a fountain. Like Nature's a fountain. Dish. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, had, he could shoot water incredible distances up to five meters. Amazing. My God. That is super impressive. Just That's of his heart. Like three, three people me. lying back, back to, no, head to the uh, large yes, human long centipede the, legs. Yes. Yeah. It's probably from the... That is, I think, very impressive, right? Um, and then he began... Would there have been a bit of follow-through, though? Always. You know, if you're putting that much pressure down <laughs> there, like... Yeah. You well, want to clear you the deck. Be a risk, run. I would say. Um, you you definitely do a practice run. I was on douche TikTok the other day, and I... Uh, <laughs> what did you see? A d uh, someone douching. Just the walkthrough of how it's performed. Oh, oh, Wait, oh, yeah, you've got to say it. Yeah. Oh, right, right, Dan was telling me about this okay. the other day, right? He was in the work, <laughs> and he came out to wash his hands out of the cubicle. It's great to hear that they do that sometimes, isn't it? Well, I think you have to. It's performative <laughs> because another individual was Dan there. Dan was doing a poop because he was in the cubicle. Yeah, he was in the shite, came out, doing the performative hand wash, and looked over, and someone was rinsing something out by mm. the sink. No. And he was like... Why is that? It looked like a water bottle, but except it had like a long tube at the top. And your man was like, oh, it's my douche. <laughs> and Dan was like, what do you mean? And he was like, your toilets here are shite. Like, they don't do any squirty uppy and there's no bidets in the jacks. And Dan was like, what are you... Was he French? No, he was not from here. I can't remember where he's from, but he had a portable fucking douche oh, yeah. that he was rinsing out in the sink. Wait, talk about the close-up method. All right, so it looked like a water bottle, and you screwed off the top, and it had like a pointing thing and a funnel. So when and you squeezed it, it, it would come out. Mm. So he was back in, washing it off after having previously used it. Yeah, and you flip it around, screw it closed, move on with your day. I mean, Happy as Larry in the sink, public sink in the, in the area. It is. Oh, I didn't think about that side of it. I had been when you told me about this, and sorry to any mother of pod listeners who've heard this already today. Do. Yeah, <laughs> but I just thought that's a great design. It is. It? Yeah, I do as well. I, hang on a sec, guys. Though a portable douche. Follow-on question: If you were to use that after, do you also wipe, or do you just go with the water? Because this is not going to do the job. Uh, and yeah. Dad said that man was real hairy. Yeah. So, like, imagine just like squirting uh, a water bottle at the back of someone's head of maybe hair and then just shine it through. Maybe it's like no way. Maybe it's like an anal comb or something. But on that same logic, imagine just wiping it with a bit of dry tissue. I see. You're, you're right. Just like <laughs> you're right. You are. You're just leaving it there. I'd if say anything, hey, you're Cassie making though, it worse. You're rubbing it around. Cassie, that swiping action is very harsh on the anus. Like you want to pat. Right. Pat! That's just, you're getting nothing that's off with a that's pat. That's living. That's living. Taking a little moment out of your day just to gently pat. But I'm just going to put it back in, though. Like, Can I, though, just for a minute, anyone here have an episiotomy and stitches? 
in their yeah. badge. Yeah. yeah. Why is it just us? Anyway, I had this the little thing after my second baby. I had this thing um, called Vajmageddon. And it was desperate down there for a time. And I remember them giving me a squeezy bottle with a kind of a little directional nozzle. Yeah. That um, women, we're all learning today. Um, <laughs> when you take a piss, when you have stitches, fucking, that is stitches. And then introducing a fiery Fire. cascade of liquid at them. Yeah. And so the midwives, even the midwives, when they're explaining this kind of shit to you in the hospital, they have this look on their face that's kind of like, I know. Like, as in, like, look, Elon Musk is, like, cruising around the Earth's atmosphere and still the women are given a squeezy bottle <laughs> to, like, squirt water to counteract the boiling piss at the raw stitches. And it doesn't soothe anything, but it just takes the temperature down a notch. Yeah. And you're there, like, <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me. Yeah. Yeah. Just an aside. FYI. How did I we just had an out-of-body experience. How did get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apologies, Sorry, Cass. Sorry, thank you. Um, <laughs> Do you ever see the parasites on TikTok? Is anyone else on TikTok? <laughs> She's left her body again. Let um, her back into the body. I meditate. It's called the, cl- the parasite cleanse, right? And people are doing this mad, like, one or two things they'll eat. And eventually you shite out everything. But eventually you get to a stage where it's just mucus. Doctor, confirm. It's definitely just mucus coming through the track. And they're calling it parasite and worms. And they're videoing it on TikTok and complimenting each other's length of parasites and saying this is the big parasite scam. Are you actually watching this as well? I'm on a Facebook group Yes! <laughs> <laughs> they're fools. It's a lie. It's uh, not a thing. This I is love why my TikTok album Private pursuits of creeps. <laughs> they have other lives. They're not just solely creeping with us. Um, the longest, the longest fart in the entire world in Guinness Book of Records: two minutes forty-two seconds. Wow! I feel like we could beat that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you have, you know how Guinness Book of Records work. Like, you have to get someone to come. The adjudicator has to be present. People have definitely like beaten that unintentionally after a couple of pints of Guinness. Hundred percent. Okay, my last fart story is the legendary fart that ruined a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) in the Middle Ages, yeah, it's very sad. Dead. (laughs) Sorry, I just remember that story of that guy. Okay. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for coming. Sorry, sorry, go, go. Come on, come on. Sorry. Done. The creep does. Um, <laughs> so, in the Middle Ages, a wealthy Yemenite merchant named Abu Hassan married one of the region's most beautiful women <laughs> through a lavish wedding feast. Stop it, Sophie. A lavish <laughs> wedding feast to which he invited notables near and far. Great big wedding party. You know the ones. The bridegroom ate and drank heartily at the feast, perhaps too heartily. When he rose from his seat to go to the bride's chamber, he let out a thunderous fart. <laughs> and he was fucking mortified. <laughs> so, Abu Hassan turned away from the bridal chamber, headed to the courtyard, saddled his horse, and rode off into the night, <laughs> weeping bitterly. <laughs> this is the male equivalent of the appendix woman. Ridiculous overreaction. It was the start of a weird and long journey and exile that would put that would put the Earl of Oxford to shame. That's another story I haven't told. (laughs) 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 Ignore that. 
much. <laughs> so disguised, he basically put himself into exile for 10 years. Yeah. The man was gay. 100%. And he did not <laughs> want to like marry a woman. Positive. Yeah, he was like, homo. <laughs> homo. <laughs> so, but after 10 years, he decided he wanted to return to wherever he came from, back to the land of the lavish wedding. And so he, but he didn't want to just ride back into town and be mortified and answer any questions. So he disguised himself as a poor man and wandered around his hometown for a week, eavesdropping to see if anyone was still talking about him. Get a life. By any chance would he hear his name mentioned in the night. And all was going well for a week until finally he was sitting near the door of a hut and he overheard a young girl ask her mother, when was I born? One of my friends needs the date so she can cast my fortune. And her mother replied, dear, you were born the night Abu Hassan farted. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? He rode out of town again. He realized, <laughs> he says, my fart has become a date. I will be remembered forever. He made his way back to India, where he remained in self-exile for the rest the shame. of his life. The shame. The shame. The shame. Poor Abu. Thank you very much, Cassie. A wonderful bum bum story. Do you know what I watched the other day? How we? Yeah, go on. A dog half shitting out a tapeworm. I didn't want to say it during your thing. Absolutely amazing. Great. Can I say that thing that I thought of in the middle there yeah. and it nearly undid me completely? I don't know if I've already said this on some kind of public platform, but this is a story of um, a follow-through uh, gone awry and a wedding ruined. Um, I this is, is like this the story of the influencer? No. no. Oh. Careful. Oh. We're not no in libel corner yet. <laughs> Wait already just totally now we just want to hear that. Now we just want to hear that. No, we've <laughs> all heard the story of a certain notable influencer. No name. <laughs> what happened to her? Shot herself at her wedding. She which? Shot herself at her She wedding. shot herself at her own wedding. Cassie took it there. <laughs> Cut that. I thought it was fine to make that joke because I didn't think you were going to do that. Okay, look, anyway, Should my brother-in-law was at a wedding, right? And um, Scottish one side, uh, Irish the other, great. A match made in <laughs> the, the genetic lottery won by those children. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they were doing the you know, profesh bits of photography where they're like, okay, now let's try one with the groomsmen doing some kind of funny thing. We lift up the bride. Lift up the groom or yeah, bride. Yeah, yeah. And so they were doing all those kind of, and then like he was like, hey, just a couple of the couple now, the happy couple. And the uh, bride and groom were kind of sitting in chairs and one of like, you know, the gas lads at the wedding, um, you know lads, them, lads, lads. Um, came running into shot and he was wearing a kilt. And we know that now they wouldn't wear any undergarments as a rule with a kilt. And he was like, ah, you know, the way they're like, ah, this guy fucking gas. And the, the bride was sitting like this, and he kind of oh hopped yes. into shot and was like, yeah. and then he ran out, leaving a skid mark on, <laughs> on the wedding dress. <laughs> Fucking gas bastard. That's the hair Gross. on the dish, that's the problem. Yeah, he needed the anal comb. He needed. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after? 
after that. Absolute side note. My husband wore a kilt to our wedding. No Scottish connection whatsoever. You're right, he did. Sometimes they're just very stylish. He looked well. Yeah. And then we were at the registry office and you're going to sit at a little desk because they like to keep things really romantic at the registry office. And we were sitting at the desk, like, having our performance review. And um, I just might glance down to the right and there was a little furry pouch just nestled in his crotch. A sporin. A sporin. Sporin. It's something about that sporin, you know. I think it's resemble it's a resemblance to a muff that I yeah. really was never more attracted to. What animal is it traditionally? It's a beaver, I think. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> um, how are we doing for time? I don't want to. My my Apple Watch is dead. Uh, no, no. Tell us the story. Tell us the story. Abrupt ending um, there. We lost just the end of the show. So please imagine raucous applause and a standing ovation. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.